So Gauteng Transport MEC, uh, Jacob Mababolo, has been appointed as the province's acting health MEC. This is after Bandile Masugo and his wife, Johannesburg MMC, Loiso Masugo, were asked to take a leave of absence. They, along with presidential spokesperson, Kusela Diko, Diko are also to appear before the party's integrity committee. So this all follows the 125 million rand personal protective equipment tender that was awarded to King Madzigana II's Royal Bata projects. We're joined on the line again uh, by uh, journalist extraordinaire Pete Ram. Petty, Sunday independent journalist. Uh, good afternoon, Pete. Uh, good afternoon, good afternoon, Maxi and Glenn. Uh, there, so, the listeners of Radio Two Thousand. So you, yeah, so you back on air again to discuss this entanglement that we find ourselves in. Uh, the ANC in Gauteng held a press briefing earlier on today. Uh, do you feel like they went into detail about what informed this decision? I think they did, uh, notwithstanding the limitations they had because uh, they came across to me at least uh, as people who wanted to give as much as they could without necessarily uh, preempting the outcome of the Integrity Commission and that of the SIU. So so it was not uh, easy for them, but I think they did try to answer as much questions as possible. So what type of leave is this and what is the importance of them uh, taking this particular leave? Look, uh, this is uh, basically leave where someone is asked to stay at home for the duration of an investigation and pending the outcome of that investigation and the release of a particular report and, 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 and it's based on the outcome of that investigation whether or not they'll be allowed to go back to work or whether they'll be allowed, I mean, they'll be told to uh, remain at home indefinitely. And, and I think, uh, um, uh, you know, it's, it's actually good for the image of the ANC and the provincial government to have taken this decision because, as the Premier said or acknowledged earlier uh, today, the scale of the procurement irregularities and fraud was just too big for them to ignore, and it was starting to uh, undermine uh, every little effort mm. they, they, they were seen to be uh, making out there in public. But at the same time, uh, I think it would also be too early for members of the public to celebrate uh, uh, today's announcement because this is nothing uh, uh, but a leave of absence for now. The real test will be what follows upon the conclusion of the SIU uh, Provincial ANC Integrity Commission and, uh, 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 and uh, processes as well as those of the Houting Internal Auditors. I think uh, uh, it's only at that, at that point where the litmus test for the ANC and, and the provincial government will be uh, seen uh, uh, in full. Mm. But at the same time, what we cannot deny uh, them uh, uh, is, is the appreciation uh, because of the tight deadlines they have set for themselves. I mean, they gave themselves uh, between two and four weeks mm. uh, 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 you know, across uh, the ANC and provincial government processes to come back to members of the public with the outcome. It's almost unheard of of the ANC or the government to set such a tight deadline when their own members are implicated in allegations of procurement, uh, corruption, fraud, and ir- irregularity. So, Pete, let's talk about the Integrity Committee for a second. Um, how credible is this committee? 
Look, um, this committee does not necessarily enjoy as much credibility as uh, uh, it would want to. And, and the reason is its track record in the past and how uh, the ANC itself uh, uh, reacted or uh, was seen to be undermining uh, some of the investigation, uh, the investigations or reports released by the Integrity Commission. The tendency of the ANC, uh, especially at national level, uh, to pick and choose uh, which uh, reports uh, coming out of the Integrity Commission they wanted to implement and which ones uh, they, 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 they rejected actually undermined the Integrity Commission because sometimes, uh, and to be fair to that commission, they generally do a very good job, uh, but the problem is that they can only recommend uh, mm. to the Provincial Executive Committee or the National Executive Committee of the ANC. They don't have the powers to actually implement or, or enforce any, 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 any recommendation. They can only ask the PEC and the ANC to adopt or reject uh, whatever re- recommendation. So I think that's where the problem is, because in some cases, as it happened here in Gauteng uh, last year. The Intelligence Commission recommended that the MEC for Safety and Security, Faith uh, Mazibuko, uh, uh, resign after she was um, caught in some audio uh, uh, making disparaging remarks uh, against the Indian community. Uh, they made that recommendation that she must resign, but they also recommend that she must apologize. Uh, she must apologize to members of the public. Uh, so they, they implemented some of the recommendations, which included public apologies, but uh, rejected the recommendation for her to resign. Uh, you also know that in Limpopo, the Integrity Commission recommended that uh, uh, ANC uh, top five leaders, Denim uh, uh, Caesar, as well as Florence Raviran, be suspended uh, uh, for their alleged role in the CPS scandal, the PEC later on uh, uh, make a recommendation to the NEC, the NEC of the ANC brought them back. So it's, 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 it's all those dynamics where some people are saying, but does this integrity commission really have teeth or not? And, and, and the reality of the matter is that they are report, reporting to politicians, some of whom sometimes are often implicated in the, in the things that they, they, they investigate. So ultimately the buck stops with the PEC? In, in, in as far as the provincial government on this matter is concerned. Okay. But, but, but when it comes to national uh, issues, the buck stops with the NEC. But on this one, it's the, the buck PC. stops with the PEC. It's up to them uh, uh, to adopt or reject whatever recommendation would come from the Integrity Commission. Okay. So, so Pete, one of the things that came out of the PEC briefing this morning was that um, there was a journalist who asked if, there was a con- if they asked for the cancellation letter when they did meet with, uh, you know, the people who are implicated in this uh, tender irregularity. So the answer was no. Wouldn't that have been the most important document to ask for? Look, uh, this takes us back to the discussion that I had with um, yourself and your colleague yesterday that, uh, personally, I don't believe that the contract was cancelled because otherwise uh, it wouldn't have been difficult for either Mr. Digo or uh, MEC Masuku to actually produce a letter where uh, they, they, they would have confirmed the cancellation of the contract or requested the department to cancel the contract. Mm-hmm. But the fact that up to uh, uh, today, over the past two weeks, we have been requesting uh, uh, that particular letter. It has not been uh, made available by 
both parties, it suggests to me that the letter does not exist and or the contract has not necessarily been cancelled because clearly uh, if the contract is cancelled and there's this uh, big storm, uh, 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 I wouldn't imagine any of them withholding that letter if uh, it would actually exonerate them or confirm that uh, what they're saying is actually true. So I don't believe that the contract has been cancelled. Mm. And, and, and back to your question, uh, the, the, the provincial secretary did say that uh, they didn't ask for that letter because they wanted uh, uh, to leave that matter to the integrity commission, mm. which makes me assume that uh, they, they will actually expect the provincial integrity commission to request that letter from the implicated parties. But again, why uh, the, 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 the ANC didn't request that letter when they met uh, with uh, Ms. Chico and, and, and MEC Masuk in the first place is mind-boggling because for it me, is. that would have been among the first documents for them to request, to say, look, you are making a presentation, you are telling us what's happening, you are saying uh, uh, everything uh, was done according to the book, they are saying that the contract has been cancelled, or you are saying the contract has been cancelled, can you please uh, take us into your confidence and share with us uh, the letter which the department either sent to Mr. Jiko or the letter from Mr. Jiko to the department requesting cancellation. So, so Pete, how true are the reports that the contract was not advertised? Look, uh, it's true, and that was acknowledged by uh, Premier Makura earlier on, mm-hmm. as well as the provincial secretary. What uh, uh, they actually confirmed what we reported uh, two weeks ago that um, uh, uh, what transpired was that some officials from the Department of Health basically handpicked uh, some companies. Uh, which they call, uh, whose directors they called and requested to submit uh, uh, the request for proposals. This is the equivalent of a free quotation, which then they were, were then used to award the contract. After those uh, 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 requests for proposals were, 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 were submitted, they then decided without following any due process and without actually relying on the database of uh, uh, the, the, the National Treasury, to then award some companies uh, the contract in a form of uh, purchase orders. All of this was then con- uh, was actually confirmed by uh, the Premier uh, earlier today, uh, citing the preliminary uh, uh, reports or investigation conducted by uh, the internal auditors of uh, the Department, I of the Housing Provincial Government. But they did say that they were rushed. This was such a, you know, this process couldn't have been an easy one because COVID came. They had to make really quick decisions. That Does that make sense then to say that they had to call people instead of making or following proper tender processes? Look, it, it doesn't make sense, Nati, because as the Premier also acknowledged earlier today, earlier today there were um, a guidelines set by the National Treasury uh, when after the, the, the national lockdown was announced. And those guidelines uh, would have actually guided the entire process because they were expected to use the central database, uh, supplier database. And this is a system where each and every company uh, that wishes to do business with the state across all levels, uh, uh, national, provincial, and, 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 and yeah, national and provincial, are then, including municipalities, are expected to register for free, free of charge, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, the National Treasury uh, Central Supplier Database. This is the database which government departments and entities then use whenever they want to uh, request companies for free quotations 
or whenever they, 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 they want to award the contract or they want to advertise the contract because that uh, CSD will then list the kind of services which each and every entity uh, 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 is rendering out there. So if you don't have EF companies that are not appearing on that database, the question becomes, how did the uh, officials in the department come to know about those companies mm. and the services that they rent? Indeed. Pete, thank you so much for your time. I'm sure we'll speak to you again soon because this is still a developing story. I'm more than happy to talk to you. Thank, thank you so much. Well, uh, that was uh, Pete Rampedi, everybody, Sunday independent journalist. Uh, I think he did say that it is very odd that the PEC didn't ask for that documentation. Yep. Because yeah. that would have just cancelled everything. The story would be dead. Yeah, and also that excuse that was used, uh, COVID-19, that there wasn't enough time. Because you do have companies. It was They had to make urgent and quick decisions. Yeah, but you do have those companies that you've been dealing with for That are on your database. Years. And there's a database. You there's can't just database. choose a one-year-old company. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Sure, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs>